Welcome to Storytime with Uncle Reddit, a podcast where I read some of the best posts from across Reddit and around the web. Each episode is a collection of funny content that includes subjects like tales from tech support, entitled parents, choosing beggars, pro-revenge, and more. Today's episode is all about tales from tech support. Today we're digging back in the old tales from tech support archives on Reddit. Some oldies, but some goodies. When a customer told me no. I had a situation where a customer told me no, and I was beyond confused. Where I work doesn't even matter. Call center tech support. User calls in with a very basic task for our system. Adding a small amount of numbers to a CSV Excel file. Literally just a click here, now click here type of call. Easy peasy. Nope. User. How do I input the numbers? Me, you put them in the column that you want them in. User. No. (laughs) Me. What do you mean? User. I won't do it this way. Me. But this is how you do it. User. No. Me. I'm sorry. I may not be following, but this is how you put in the numbers. User. No. I need an easier way. Me. This is how you do it. User. No. Let me talk to your supervisor. I grab the supervisor. He gets on the call. Verbatim repeats everything I said and the caller goes, Okay, thanks. Appreciate your help. Bye. In a super happy tone. My supervisor is cool and just goes, Yeah, you didn't do anything wrong. Fist bump and walks away. Win? Yep, some people just won't believe it until they hear it from your supervisor. Your router is the issue and you need a new one. Don't take your son with you when you buy it. This is a tale of how I convinced a mother that maybe I knew more about our systems than her 12 to 13 year old son. HU equals home user. IS equals idiot son. Me equals ODO. Me. Thank you for calling IT. How may I assist? Home user. Yes, Citrix went down again. This is the fourth time today that this has happened and it's unacceptable. I'm going to need you to hop on my system and see what's wrong with your software. Me. Needs Mike to sigh heavily. Okay, go here, click this, put this key in. Okay, we're connected. I'll run some tests. Start up a ping test to google.com using the T&I 1400 ARG per policy. 30 seconds in and I see it jump from 51 to 54 milliseconds response time to 3 to 1400 to 2400 and then lose connection with her on the remote system. Me. Okay, I can see where the problem is. First, a few questions. You're working from home on Wi-Fi, correct? Home user. Audible sigh. (sighs) Here we go again. Yes, I cannot run an Ethernet cord to my home office because there's no open ports left on the connection. Me. Ma'am, I see that we issued you a Cisco IP phone. You can route your connection through there. Home user. I tried that once and it didn't work. Me. Did you call us when it didn't work? Home user. No, I didn't want to waste my time. Me. Do you still have the wire handy? H.U. Bigger sigh. (sighs) I'll let you talk to my son. The ear-piercing wrench of a very young teenager shatters my soul. Idiot son. Yes? Did your mom tell you what we're trying to do? Idiot son. Yes? Me. Okay, let's go ahead and plug the Ethernet cord from the port on the back of the phone that says 10, 100, 1000 PC and route it to the back of the docking station. Idiot son. She doesn't have a docking station. She plugs her laptop into a PC. Me. 
Let's check the inventory page. She has a TB16 Dell dock. It is a docking station, you just don't set it on top of it. You plug into it with a Thunderbolt cable. Plug the Ethernet cord into there, please. Idiot son. Okay, I did. I go back to the PC and see that it doesn't detect the connection. Me. Let's verify that the cord is plugged into the portal in the back of the phone, ending in PC, and into the back of the dock? I'm not seeing a connection. Idiot son. I connected it right. Me. Let's double check. Idiot son. Yup, it's there. The mom picks up the cell phone again. Phone user. That phone has never worked. Me. Is there a cable running from your router to the port that says 10, 100, 1000 SW? Idiot son. Yeah, SW stands for software. Using that port will allow anyone to just upload whatever software they want into the phone. My brain had to cool back down from melting to respond. Me. No, in this instance, SW stands for switch, meaning it's the connection that grants internet to the phone, as it's a VOIP service. Idiot son. No, the PC port grants internet to the phone. I don't know why you needed us to plug the PC port to the laptops in a very sarcastic voice. Docking station? Yeah, that's a PC, dude. I know what I'm talking about. Me. I turn off the recording for the phone call because, obviously, a 12 to 13 year old would know more than a man with more IT experience than his age. Home user, I would recommend following my advice and not take any from your son until he has more experience with even the most basic of IT under his belt. He doesn't know what he's talking about and is causing you to lose money. There's a long pause over the phone. Home user, in the background. Go to your room! Go to your room! Okay, sorry about that. Let me see if I can get this set up. I walk her through correctly setting up the phone onto the network and routing to her dock. Her phone works and her PC's getting hardwire connection. Problem is, her connection went down again. I run more tests and find the problem. Me. Okay, it looks like you have 12 devices connected to the cheapest router that Walmart sells. Home user. Yeah, all the kids have cell phones. We all have cell phones. Everyone has a laptop or iPad and my son has a PS4 on the network. Me. Yes, that router costs about $40. It's not capable of handling all this traffic. I'm going to guess that two to three of these devices are YouTubing or Netflixing. One of these is obviously playing online, and your PC and phone are pulling quite a bit as well. You're overstretching your router. Home user. Well, what do you suggest we do about it? Me. Well, when it comes to electronics, you get what you pay for. Good stuff is not cheap, and cheap stuff is not good. With all these devices connected, you need a very good router. Especially in the afternoon when everyone gets home and hops on. Home user. Yeah, I do notice this happens in the afternoon. What would you recommend? Me. Well, as you probably know, I'm not allowed to recommend personal electronics for you. However, I can give you some very good advice. I see in your account that you are within 30 miles of a micro center. Go there and talk to one of the salesmen. Tell him how many laptops, cell phones, iPads, and gaming systems you have in the house. Tell him you have a 500 Mbps connection. And ask him to recommend the best not the cheapest brand of router that has terrible reviews router that they have available in the price range you set. I would follow their advice and have someone help you set up the router. I turn off recording again. I would not involve your son in any of this. Okay, how much would you recommend spending? Me. Well, I spent a lot of money on my current router. More than 200 if that gives you a hint of how important it is to not try to buy cheap. Four days later, I get a call from the same lady for a different issue. I solve the issue and ask her at the end of the call. Hey, did the new router solve the connection issues? Home user. Oh, yes, I bought a highly rated router, and the guy at the micro center really helped me out. He said that since I specifically said I did not want the brand of router that has terrible reviews, he was free to recommend one they were not pushing. 
He gave me a lot of help getting it set up, and I called one of you guys to help configure it. My son was not happy at all we bought a new router. I guess he just wanted to have control over the network. Thanks, you have been amazing help. Yeah, I know, sometimes the kids want to act like the smart ones in the house, and a lot of times when it comes to tech they are, they really do know more than we do. But sometimes they know just enough to be dangerous and get us in a lot of trouble. Today I learned to ID the smell of meth, along with most of the shop. Background. I worked for a retail computer repair shop for many years, many years ago. I saw many sorts of things, but the one that took the cake was the client who was trying to protect her laptop from the fumes in the air at a factory. I use the term factory because it's what she said, but I later found out it was more likely a meth lab. Story. On an otherwise normal workday, a somewhat odd-looking client appears. Pleasantries out of the way, the rest of the combo goes something like this. Client. You see, the factory fumes where I work are corrosive, and with anything electronic, the electricity expedites the corrosion. I saw it on Mythbusters. Yes, it was that long ago. Me, thinking, hmm, I've seen many laptops that were used consistently near the beach, and the salt air causes corrosion, so I'm with her to this point. Client, so I decided if I was going to be able to use my laptop, I'd have to seal it up. Me, thinking again, uh-oh. She brings out her laptop from her bag. <laughs> she had sealed all the ports and seams with some sort of silicone, likely that clear stuff used for caulking in kitchens. She obviously had a coat over the keyboard too at one point, but it had come off since she applied it. Food crumbs were dripping from it as she pulled it from her bag. This laptop was all sorts of nasty. Client. I thought I got it all sealed up, but I guess when the keyboard started coming unsealed, the fumes got in, because it won't turn on anymore. Me. Ma'am, your computer needs to breathe to keep cool or it'll overheat. Client. Oh, it never got hot or overheated or nothing. It must have got corroded inside. Me, pandering at this point. Okay, well, we'll check it, and when we get done disassembling it all, we'll let you know what we find. All that silicone stuff is going to come off, though. Client. Okay. She finishes filling out the paperwork and gets on her way. Oh, but wait, it gets better. I give my electronic engineer third party a call and let him know I've got a likely overheated laptop in front of me. He says he can usually fix it and has a bunch of matching chips ready to solder on. He arrives to pick up the laptop a bit later that day. EE arrives and greetings out of the way, I show him the laptop. EE. Man, this laptop smells like meth. Me. Oh, wow, well, I wouldn't doubt it, especially given her looking like... Wait a minute, how in the world do you know what meth smells like? EE. Oh, ha. Huh. Dang, I'd hoped you wouldn't catch that on the second it came out of my mouth. You remember that old helper I had who used to take apart laptops for me? His car broke down and I really needed his help that day, so I picked him up, and inside his house was a baking dish full of the stuff. The whole place stunk. That kind of stink sticks with you. Me. Okay. You realize that story's gonna have to be told to everyone, right? Ee. Ha. Okay, no skin off my back. So later on, EE calls me to let me know the laptop was toast, like burnt and extra crispy. Everything inside that laptop was brittle and falling apart. We ended up telling her to come back and get it at no charge. We assisted her in migrating her data to a new laptop a few weeks later. Hard disk was further away from the hot chips, luckily. During the migration check after the work is done, we're with the client when we ask them to check their data. The technician checking her out, Bambi, witnessed her open pictures of her friends doing all sorts of drugs. She wasn't even embarrassed. Aside, that poor technician, he came into that job starry-eyed and good-natured. When he first started, I used to refer to him as Bambi. That job ripped him apart. Client, 
Oh, yeah, that night was a hoot. Bambi, I'm sure. Okay, let's get you paid and on with your day. Later, Bambi came to me to find out how I would have handled the situation of a stinky client. Bambi, man, that lady stunk like some weird chemicals or something. I could barely breathe next to her. I was starting to get lightheaded. <laughs> me, and you just learned what mess smells like. I'm glad you learned it here. To which I then had to explain that E.E. informed me and then subsequently how he knew. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I've, I've dealt with a few meth heads in my day. Between bouncing at a bar and uh, working construction. They usually didn't last long, but the few days that they were on site was usually kind of brutal. And we usually ended up having to buy some more tools to replace the ones that were missing. You deleted 60 days of work. Oh my lord, it's never the calls you expect to be trouble, is it? Always the ones you think will be okay. Just put the phone down. So Jenny had their laptop upgraded recently and was missing a printer they previously had. Our higher-ups said it's fine to remap the printer without a request, so I took the ticket. This was my first mistake. Today she called asking if I could sort out the printer. Sure thing, I'll help out. I explained that I'll disconnect the printer and reconnect it using the new IP address. I got the usual response of, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Even upgraded Adobe Reader for her since the version they were using has issues with paper tray selection. Then she asks, where's my print queue? I explained that because I had to remove the old printer, the print queue for that printer was gone, and she would need to reprint anything she needs to print out. She was mildly annoyed. I had 60 documents in that print queue and you've deleted them. She then started asking me if I'm prepared to do 60 days of work to replace her lost work. WTF? I wish I was joking about that one bit. So just to clarify, Jenny got a new laptop. Due to the transfer process, the print was mapped incorrectly and was offline. She never worked on her new laptop until now, yet she was still printing documents to a dead printer queue. I told her I'd need to remove it to remap it and she expected all her documents to be saved in the print queue. <laughs> then she lost it when they weren't there. I had to terminate the call. I can't even wrap my head around that incredible logic. Wow. Yeah, that's... I don't understand how they figure it would just be saved. The print queue goes along with the printer. Yeah, everything restarts, lady. It's all fresh, brand new. How's that 60 days worth of work to set up stuff to print? I can see 60 days worth of making documents, but 60 days to print? Something doesn't sound right there. You don't understand how important this document is. Background. I worked for a smaller local IT place that mainly focused on printers and copy machines. My department was in charge of installations of basic machine software problems. Three people in our department, one guy, co-worker, was out doing installations all day around town. I was in the office, and I think the other guy must have taken the day off. I don't remember where he was. Phone rings. Me, thank you for calling business. This is OP, how can I help you today? Customer. Look, I tried to scan some papers and it didn't go in my scan folder. I need this fixed now. Me. Alright, I can get that working for you. If you're close by a computer, I can remote into it and see if there are any backups causing the machine to freeze or cuts me off. Yes, I know I could have just had her restart the copier, but that specific machine was on a list that we needed to update numbers off of to build them. Customer. Well, I really want someone to come out here, but we can try that. I direct her to the website to go to and give her the instructions on how to run it. After a minute, she states that she's unable to for some reason or another. I'm pretty sure she just wasn't typing it in so that someone would come out. Me. Alright, no worries. We can restart your machine and that'll clear out any pending jobs. Let me walk you through how to do that. Customer. No, I cannot restart this machine. This is a very important and sensitive document and I can't lose this. 
Me. Ma'am, I understand, but we need to clear the machine out or other jobs will be stuck. Once it's restarted, you can scan the document again and it'll go through. Customer. You clearly don't understand what I'm saying. This is a super important contract. I can't get another copy due to its sensitivity. I need to send this to my boss. I shredded it immediately after I scanned it. <laughs> and I was supposed to have it to her two hours ago. Here's what you're going to do. You'll send out someone to come fix my machine because I can't lose this document. Me. Alright ma'am, let me call someone to see if they're available to come out to you. I'm going to put you on hold and I'll be back with you in a moment. Customer. You have one minute before I hang up. This is unacceptable. Me. I'm sorry that you feel this way ma'am. I'm going to put you on hold now. I put customer on hold and I call my coworker. I explain the situation to coworker. Coworker. What's the company? I'm just about done with the installation. If it's not too far off route, I can swing by. If not, I can go by tomorrow. Me, it's customer from company. Coworker. Laughs like he's never laughed before. Yeah, good luck with her. That's on the other side of town anyways. I wouldn't be able to go there until tomorrow. At this point, I realize that the hold line is no longer flashing. Me. Okay, well thanks for the help anyways. I then confirmed that she had hung up. So I call her back just in case it was an accident or I pressed something without realizing it. Me. Hi, this is you... Hi, this is OP from company. I was just speaking with customer about copy machine. Cuts me off. Customer, I don't care. I don't want to talk to you and your company has terrible customer service. What a waste you are. And she hangs up. 20 minutes later, boss walks in. Boss, hey, I just got a complaint about you. Can you explain what happened? Me, sure, I got called by customer company and... Boss laughs. Okay, don't worry about it then. <laughs> Everybody knew about this person and company besides him. Oh my god. I proceed to tell him the story and he believes it all. Told me not to worry about her and that I wasn't in trouble. Nor would the complaint be filed at all. Never got a call back from them again. And I think they dropped the contract after it was over a few minutes later. That's too funny. <laughs> Everybody but this guy had experience with this lady at this company. Oh, That's bad when you get that kind of a reputation. Good luck. You've been listening to Storytime with Uncle Reddit. If you enjoy this content, be sure to follow my podcast. I upload new episodes at least three times a week.